On today's episode, I have a super special guest, Mujerones, mi amiga, radio personality on Mix 96.9, an iHeartRadio station, and the founder of Community Comadres, Priscila Ornelas. Priscila is a first-generation Mexican-American who grew up in Glendale, Arizona, and she became a single mama at 18 years old. She is now married and added another beautiful daughter to her family, started her nonprofit on a whim. Community Comadres is now a year old, but it is impacting so many women and they are having their first Community Quinceañera on March 8th. So if you are in Phoenix, Arizona, or you're going to be in town in Phoenix, Arizona on March 8th, I want to invite you to Community Comadres. The last day to purchase tickets is very soon, so please check the show notes for all of the details. Today, we are going to be talking all about growing your community, going all in on your big idea, and how to really lean on your circle to really go all in on these things that we want to attract. Priscila is someone that has been at this commun- build, community building for quite some time, and I'm super excited for you to learn from her, learn about her story, and support her on this beautiful journey of community comadres. So I hope you enjoy this episode, amigas. Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement. Y juntas, we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Mujerones, welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be so good, especially for all of my amigas who are really wanting to give back this 2024. There is an incredible community that is doing that work in a very intentional way. And today I have my amiga Priscila Ornelas. She is a radio host and founder of Community Comadres. So welcome, Priscilla. This is like a long time coming. (laughs) I know. I mean, we've known each other for so long and it's just like, it's been so great to support you and the Mujeron movement. And then when I started Community Comadres, you were like right there ready to support. So it's been really nice. Yes. And I love the, what you're doing. I, I mean, I've been following you obviously for some time. You've been doing this community building work for a very long time, way before Community Comadres. And I just love to see this manifesting in this way because it's just so beautiful, the work that you're doing. So with that being said, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you were inspired or what inspired you to start Community Comadres? Yes. So um, as you mentioned, I do host a morning show on Mix 96.9 here in Arizona. And I've had this platform. And as a Latina, you know, it's really important to me to show that representation and you know, show up for our community and really show them like, I'm just a girl from Glendale. And if I can do these things, so can you. So that's always been something I've been passionate about. And, you know, like you said, I've been like in the um, community work for a really long time. I used to be a part of Adelante Mami and that's how we met. And uh, that was a really great introduction to 
what I knew I wanted like to grow eventually. And so, you know, once my chapter with Adelante Mami closed, I knew I wanted to start something more community driven when it came back to giving to the community or helping people that, you know, either had, um, adverse like situations in their life, or maybe they didn't have access to certain things. And so that's where community comadres really, um, got started is I wanted to create a space for women that wanted to grow professionally and personally, but also make it accessible because sometimes, you know, it's hard to get into these spaces or feel like you belong or feel like, um, you know, you have to be so accomplished in order to be a part of something. And I wanted to strip that down and be like, again, a girl from Glendale, just yeah. your average girl, we can all be a part of something. And so, Part of the Community Comadre's mission is to not only do that, but also find ways to give back to the community, too, and volunteering and and offering workshops and that kind of thing. So, yes, I love it. And there's like this one thing that I feel I like to just talk about a lot. And it's there's room for all of us. Right. Like you have so many different communities and like you it can coexist. Like you can be a part of multiple ones or you can find your people your circle at a certain one so yeah and it's also like let's give our communities a little bit more credit to make the assumption that just because it's a latina organization that they're all the same you know what I mean? Right. Like, like we can support each other be a part of everything but like your latina organization will never be the same as mine and vice versa and that's okay and in fact mm -hmm. it should be celebrated um, I tell like, you know, Stephanie uh, Vasquez from Fairtrade yeah. Coffee, we actually um, were really passionate about this, too, because she has a nonprofit called Aya, and it's very similar to mine. But instead of looking at each other like a competition or as if, you know, we have to be up against each other, we're like, let's join forces. Let's make this great and bigger and find ways to show las mujeres and las comadres y las amigas that we are all like we can be a part of all of it and enjoy all of it and if it not only is it okay it should be celebrated right yeah I love Stephanie she's definitely been a trailblazer in Arizona and so yes. supportive so yes yes more to these communities mm -hmm. more to these spaces if you're tuning in and in your heart you've been thinking about starting something like please do it because you have no idea the amount of people that will resonate and just be impacted by the work. So with that being said, you have an incredible event coming up. And I wanted to get into the details of like, who is this is for? Like, what is the mission behind the big event? Because there is such a beautiful way that you're supporting young women. And mm -hmm. we definitely want to highlight that. You know, so it's, First of all, the event is called the Community Quinceañera, right? And it has a lot of layers. And that's what I really want people to understand. I think on the surface, if you're if you don't really know the mission, you just assume it's just a charity gala where people have to spend a lot of money or you have to have deep pockets to be a part of. But it's actually not that at all. So the Community Quinceañera is our charity gala, but we are we nominated a quinceañera to be the bell of the ball. And basically what your admission is paying for is for her quinceanera, for her to have this coming of age celebration mm -hmm. and be highlighted at the event while we're there to celebrate as a community coming together. And on top of that, we are going to gift her a $5,000 uh, scholarship. So 
this community quinceañera, not only is it an opportunity for us to come together as a community to network, meet other people, really embrace the fact that Latinas and Latinos are are welcome in these spaces, in these big events, quote unquote, that people reserve for wealthier people. So they say, right, like it's like, no, we belong. We'll create that space. And then while we're doing it. What the admission that we pay to be here is going to help fund this girl's quinceanera and send her to college. Yeah. So, so that's, we're really excited. I know it's really neat because it's going to be a girl. It's going to be a full blown quinceanera. Like just imagine. So basically we're coming together as a, as a community to throw our quinceanera quinceanera. We're going to be able to network and meet people. We're going to dress up. It's going to be a plated dinner, open bar, el baile, los mariachis, los folclorico dancers. And then her story, we're going to announce who she is. Um, next week but mm. her story is so beautiful and she's so deserving and i can't wait for people to meet her and see why we are hosting this event for her and for the community this is so beautiful especially because i don't know like now that we're older and i don't know if you had a quinceanera but a lot of times like there's, there's this negative idea around like throwing quinceañeras and like what we could have done with that money or you know all the things that come up but I love how you guys are mixing like hey yes we're doing this celebration for her but also we're supporting her with her education yeah and we want to make sure like that's that's the whole goal right is for us to break those generational cycles and and change the narrative for the younger generations. And this is a way to do that. And also, I think it's really important to preserve our culture. And part of that is a quinceanera. And part of that is honoring that coming of age celebration that we're entitled to as Latinas, right? And so to be able, I didn't have one for the record. So for me, it's definitely something in my 30s. I'm like, dang, like that's something I missed out on. I would Love the opportunity to give that to someone that doesn't have access to hosting a quinceanera like this or on top of that, going to school. So it's twofold, right? It's like helping this young woman preserve her culture. It's helping her go to school. And then it's also a community event. And I want to really like like tell people that because we as a community, Latinos, Latinas are entitled and deserving of a beautiful celebration and to be able to take pride in giving back, you know? Yes, it, I think it's something that we didn't see a lot, maybe in our own families, or it wasn't a huge priority, but how beautiful that we get to do it now. Um, so I kind of want to ask you more about like your journey in building this, because I I just I'm fascinated by seeing women like go all in on their dreams. And I feel like every time I get to talk to someone that is doing that, I love to kind of pick your brain so that the women that are tuning in that maybe are sitting on that idea right now mm -hmm. and have been overthinking it or imposter syndrome comes up or like, who am I? All of the the thoughts, right, that come up that we all felt and we feel as we're navigating through these, Girl. these things, <laughs> so what, what do you feel was like one of, and maybe there's multiple, but what was some of the things that really helped you step into it and decide to go 
all in on community comadres? Well, one of the things is like you said, we overthink it. And a lot of times we have, we think that we have to wait until everything's figured out before we take that jump. But as I entered spaces of people that I really respected that had an entire organization or had an, all the things that I looked at and dreamed of, and they were telling me like, girl, I've been doing this for five years and I still don't got it figured out. <laughs> Like, Sonia, you have Mujer on movement. And to me, you look like somebody that's got it together. But I bet you, you could tell me right now, like, girl, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yes. <laughs> so when people like you and people like Stephanie and other well-respected leaders in the community tell me that they don't have it figured out yet, it makes me realize, like, what am I waiting for? They're doing, they've been doing this for five years and they still don't got it figured out. Well, pues aquí vamos, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one of the things that really helped push me because I realized like it was very freeing to know that at, you don't have it figured out. You figure it out along the way. Right. Right. And then the other thing is, I think I got really comfortable being uncomfortable, stepping out of my comfort zone. It's not easy to do. And I know it's a lot of it's really hard for a lot of people to do. But you, once you push through and you start doing it more often, you actually get more comfortable being uncomfortable. And so those were the two things that really helped me like make that push. And then I realized too, it's okay to make messy action. Sometimes we want the aesthetic to be perfect. And sometimes we want all the details to go according to plan. And this has to happen and that has to happen. But I think any movement is better than no movement. And so that was my big thing. Yes, I love that. Well, thank you, first of all, for saying that. And course, I think girl. that, yeah, we're all and you know what what's crazy to me sometimes it's like, if we could only see ourselves the way other people see us, right? Because here I am like, Priscilla's got all her stuff together. She's on the radio. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, this is why this is so important. Like even reaching out and saying, hey, how can I support you? Because mm -hmm. it is so hard to to do this work, like to step out of your comfort zone and bring your big idea to life. It's so hard, mm -hmm. especially when you have people that don't necessarily believe in your idea or maybe it you have doubters. And, and let's be real. There are as much as we try to avoid it. There are haters out there and people that, you know, make you feel insecure about what you're doing. But. Mm -hmm. Those are things too that really are important to push through because at the end of the day, if you know your heart and your intentions and your goal is to do the work through the community and for the people, then everything else is just noise. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's something I learned too. I was like, I got to have a thick skin because this stuff is hard. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I think one of the things that has really come up for me is the more you grow, the more people will misunderstand you. And Girl. sometimes it's really not up to us to like try and convince that our intentions are well or, you know, mm -hmm. the, the work that we're doing is is for the people like you're saying. Mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a reformed people pleaser. Like I have I, I was the girl that I wanted everyone to like me. Mm -hmm. I uh, wanted everyone to not have any like negative opinion of me or I wanted like I always felt slighted when I wasn't able to defend myself or, or say my side of story, the story. Right. But I also had to start being OK with not being liked by everyone. And 
for me, it, it was like, just because not everyone likes me doesn't mean I'm a bad person or it doesn't mean that I have bad intentions. It's just that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And like, for example, everyone has their favorite ice cream flavor and there's ice cream that I think is nasty that other people love. Right. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not my flavor. Right. <laughs> And so that I had a reprogram too. And it's actually really liberating once you stop caring how, if people like you or not, because at the end of the day, like we were saying is as long as your intentions are pure and your heart is in the right place, the rest is noise, you know? Yes. Yes. I, this is definitely a topic that I feel like we need to talk more about because mm -hmm. I think that if our younger selves could have heard this or could have healed through that sooner I mean like mm -hmm. shit even last year I was like in my feels about certain things like that right where you want people to to you like don't want to um over explain because it, it's effort right but at the same time it's like I just wish people can really know like yeah I mean I totally just yesterday this is just 24 hours ago I had somebody <laughs> like down my back trying to question my event right and it hurt my heart because like I said I obviously my intentions are so good and I want to be there for the community and as I realized it, I was like, this person is viewing this through their lens from a thousand feet away, mm -hmm. right? If they actually sat at the table and were on the inside and seeing what was happening, their opinion would not be that. I can promise you. And so when I realized that, I was like, why am I putting so much energy on caring about one person's opinion when one, they're only viewing it from the outside, right? And two, there are so many other people that believe in this mission and that support it and ride hard for it. And I'm like, by putting my focus on that one person is literally disregarding the other people that are putting so much of their heart and soul into it. So mm. oh, it was, it's, it's hard though. And, and that's what I want people to understand too. It's like, I'm in a really good place with my confidence. I feel good about what I'm growing. I feel good about my intentions, but that doesn't mean I don't have moments. And that doesn't mean I don't have days where I'm insecure. I mean, majority of my days I'm confident, but I promise you there are moments where I'm insecure and there are days where I question everything. And there are days where I'm like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> but then you realize, but then you have to remember that just because you have those days doesn't mean the progress that you've made on your growth is null and void, you know? If this podcast episode resonated with you and you are ready to get out of your own way, join the waitlist for Mujeron University. Mujeron University is our signature group coaching program that helps you gain the clarity you need to reach the next level in your life or business, master confidence so you can take massive action and build a community of people who just get you. The women inside our waitlist get access to our free masterclass and are the first to know when doors officially open for Mujeron University. All right, amigas, let's get back to the show. And I think that's the message we want to share today is the whole idea of, yeah, you might see, you know, people putting things together and making their bringing their ideas to life and maybe from 
what the highlight reel that we get to share, know that we are going through it as well. So don't let that stop you from whatever it is that you're bringing to life. Get yourself in spaces like the Community Comadres event, like Mujer on Movement, like all of the things that are going on in your city, um, just so that you can be around those people. Because I feel like that's where we really get to see that and experience the growth. That is a part of the growth. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why the community piece is so critical to me when it comes to community comadres. And for example, the quinceañera, part of the mission of the quinceañera is to bring people together because the more connections and relationships you build, the less alone you feel in these significant changes in your life. Or, you know, for example, I don't know a lot of other women that started an organization. So sometimes you feel alone in that right and girl we need to start a support group for people starting organizations for sure <laughs> but yes. that's what i mean it's like that's why for me it's really important for us to connect for you know aya um organization to connect amor amigas to connect other organizations because the more that we support each other the more that we're able to overcome these hurdles and not feel like we're alone yes it's so important and making those spaces so Absolutely. I love this, this topic in this conversation. I want to shift it a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You're a mama and you have two amazing daughters. I love to see the content with all of you guys because uh, first of all, it's super cute. <laughs> and <then laughs> I, know my second, girls are fun. I, I feel like it's the, the idea of like, we are moms and like, we're still going after our goals. Right. So mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit more on like, what that experience or how you've navigated through just showing up while, you know, raising these two beautiful ladies. You know, it's so funny because I um, I was at an event last month and um, I don't know if you've seen it online. Amor Amigas is we're starting this like monthly get together. Right. And one of the questions that they asked me was, how do you balance it all? Right. How do you how are you a mom? How are you a full-time worker? And how do you start an organization? And I was like, I'm so passionate about this answer. And I'm going to say a bad word, but it, it's going to make sense. But I, I tell all these ladies, balance is bullshit. It's unattainable. It's unrealistic. It's impossible. So once you realize that balancing things is not even on your radar, then you're free from that. Because if you keep thinking that you have to balance things, then you, then you're trying to do something that's physically impossible. Right. So I just tell everybody, throw the word balance out the window. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist. It's not real. So for me, how to navigate it, that's now that's a different story. I told the ladies that navigating things, sometimes there are going to be seasons of your life where one part of your life gets more attention than the other. And that's okay. And once we give ourselves permission to do that, we don't feel as guilty. For example, some like the quinceanera, for example, is getting a lot of my attention right now. So guess what? My kids are gonna be eating chicken nuggets for the next yeah. three weeks. And they're going to be fine with it. They're going to have yeah. to figure it out. And guess what? I'm still a good mom. They're still great kids. They're not going to be traumatized because they ate chicken nuggets for three weeks. Or last year, you know, my dad passed away. So my work and my organization was on the back burner and my family got all of my time for three months straight, you know? So there are going to be seasons of your life where something gets more attention than the other. And that's the only 
like exception or that's the only way you should think about it. So you don't feel guilty. So you feel like you can do it all. Um, and at the end of the day, like that's what matters the most, right. Is to be able to not lose your mind. <laughs> yes. I absolutely agree with that. I feel like once I let go of the idea of balance, mm -hmm. it was so liberating because yes, event time, your girl's kitchen is a mess. Everything yeah. is crazy. And that's okay. <laughs> and you know what? The other thing too is I, I know it's so hard for us women to ask for help, but lean on your people and don't feel bad about it. Like I do, like, why did I, why did I get married? I got married so I, you can help me. Okay. <laughs> I got married. <laughs> right. So we're a partnership. I got married so you can feed these kids. Okay. Like, so lean on your partner, lean on your friends, lean on your family. If the help is there, take it. Because again, I was mentioning without my board of directors, there's no way I could do this alone. I need people. Mm. We need people. We need connection. We need, you know, assistance. And so don't shy away from that. And so it's just like losing the limiting belief that you have to balance things and then losing the limiting belief that if you ask for help, it's weakness. It's the opposite. When you ask for help, you're more empowered. Yes, I love this. This is this right here is the work the inner work yes. of like really opening up, being vulnerable with your close family of asking for help. So I love it. And I, I love what you're doing, Priscilla. This is, is amazing. And I mean, I've said this to you before. We're here 100% to help. You've always just been such a huge supporter of Mujeron Movement. And we'd love to just help in any way. So Tell us a little bit more on like, how can we get the tickets? What type of support can the ladies bring? Um, if anybody listening and maybe they're not directly in Arizona, but they want to still support an organization that, you know, brings community, supports young women, supports women in general, how can they be a part of it? I love it. Yeah. So, um, you know, our Instagram is we funnel a lot of that uh, information there at Community Comadres. We also have a website, communitycomadres.org. Again, we're a new organization. We're about a year old. So a lot of it's growing and changing right now, but that doesn't mean that the support isn't needed, right? Mm -hmm. Again, people think that if their website isn't the most beautiful website that they don't, oh, don't go there yet. It's not ready. No, go. <laughs> I have a donation page up there. Um, buying tickets is available there as well if you are in Arizona and you want to help. And, um, you know, because, uh, Sonia, you are also a very big support of me always. I wanted to offer the Mujeres a discount code for the tickets, which I'll share with you. Um, and then... If you're not in the state of Arizona, another way is you could just give a monetary donation or maybe just share the word. Like the more exposure you get, I don't think people value exposure enough. Um, just sharing what we're doing and letting people know. Eventually, even if you're not in Arizona, the word will get back to Arizona. Yes. <laughs> so that's more than anything is we really want to share the mission that you know, at the end of the day, community is so important and giving women the opportunity to grow professionally and personally without feeling like there's a lot of obstacles in the way is the biggest goal for us. I love that. Yes. And I'll make sure to link all of that below. Uh, one more question before we end this. And I just kind of want to make it a little bit more towards little Priscilla, who you know, had big, these big dreams. And what would you tell her? Just some, some words for your younger self. Oh 
Girl, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if I could tell little Priscilla anything, um, you know, I think a lot of it would be to just and so I don't know if you know this about me, first generation Latina here. My parents crossed the border like a lot of, you know, Latinas parents did. And there was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of um, separation because when you come here from another country and you're still trying to figure out your paperwork and your um, immigration status, you don't build community because you don't want to cause any ruckus or you don't want to be seen and you just try to stay low and don't, you know, don't engage. And so I think I would tell little Priscilla that her community's on the way. She's going to build those lifelong friendships when she gets older. And then she's not going to, you know, have, you know, this, um, isolated life for a long time. And I would just, you know, tell her that that that's coming, that that's on the way. And and that was a big thing for me. Again, another reason it's my calling. I didn't have that community. My mom didn't have her, her, her comadres when I was little because, you know, she just thought to protect her family from any legal rep- ramifications because of everything, right? And so to me, that was a really big piece of my childhood that I struggled with for a long time. And it's a reason why community comadres is so close and near and dear to my heart. So Mm, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Mm. It's always an honor. Again, I I love everything that you're doing. And I just, I can only strive to be as good as you, Sonia. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to support each other. And honestly, I, I feel like I mean, I've said this before, but I was so inspired by the work that you have been doing. So I love to see you just back doing what you love to do. And I know it's just the beginning, so it's going to be incredible. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you again, Amiga, for being here and for you, Amigas, tuning in. Uh, Just wanted to invite you to Community Comadres, please, if you can make it. Uh, support this amazing, amazing organization and um, just inviting you guys to support in any way that you can. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Keep on working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dream. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.